What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Loose Balls Podcast. I'm Cole. With me, as always, is Hayden, and we've got a good What's show. good? we got a good show for you today. It is finally Christmas break. I'm off teaching for two weeks, finally. I am so relieved. Yeah. Finally get to watch some basketball, get to watch some football, stress-free, and I am so excited to talk about not only the NFL, but some more NBA. What we've got today is some award predictions for the regular season. We got our standings predictions, playoff predictions, and then we're going to talk about the NFL, a wild week 14, and then week 15 is just starting up. Any first thoughts, Baden? Uh, No, I'm just very excited for the NBA season to start, and I'm excited to sit my ass on the couch all day on Christmas and watch basketball all day because that's my tradition and I am so glad that there's actually going to be basketball on Christmas. I feel that. I feel that for sure. Let's get going here. Let's start with the NBA award predictions. We're going to predict our coach of the year, most improved player, sixth man, rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, and of course MVP. Let's start with coach of the year. Who do you have for coach of the year? Coach of the year, my number one, is Steve Nash. I think he's going to pull the Steve Kerr and get Coach of the Year the same way, comes in with a stacked team, they're going to have a good record, and everyone's going to go, oh, Steve Nash. I think he's going to be a very Steve Kerr-like coach, very laid back, like, just do your own thing as long as you're kind of playing within the system. Kyrie and Katie are going to love him. They're going to get all the touches they want. All the, They're going to get everything they want, and I think the players will love him. Um, so he's my, my current pick for Coach of the Year. My runner-up or my honorable mention is uh, Rick Carlisle of Dallas Mavericks. I think he's a coach that doesn't get enough praise for what he does and I think that the Mavs are going to have an incredible year and he could get a lot of talk for there's going to be a lot of people going, you know Rick Carlisle's been around for a long time and he hasn't got any praise so he's my number two. If I could throw one more in there it would be Monty Williams with the Suns mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh like you, my coach their prediction is also Steve Nash. I think he's in a perfect place where he can thrive. Got Katie, got Kyrie, got a pretty good core for the most part around. They have the assets to make a trade if they want for a third guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should. I think they should just keep their depth. But well, I think Steve Nash... I think if anything, they would make a package around like a Jared Allen or something and some picks and yeah. try to get somebody. But I like their team right now. I do. I like Steve Nash winning coach of the year. He's just in a good position. He's in a great spot. Good team. My honorable mention is Mike Malone from Denver Nuggets. He's always top two, top three in the conference, at least the last Mm -hmm. couple years. Team's improved every single year. He doesn't get as much credit as he should, in my opinion. I'm not saying he's an underrated coach. I just don't think he gets the attention like Doc Rivers gets or... uh, I'd argue he's a top five coach in the league, and no one really talks about him. They just talk about the bigger names. So yeah, so he'd be—he's my one honorable mention. If I had to name a third, I would say probably Nick Nurse. If and Nick Nurse, so Brad Stevens, those guys are all yeah. in there. <laughs> Nick Nurse, if he finds a way to get those Raptors another top three seed yeah. with this team this year, that'd be yeah. an incredible feat. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about most improved player. Who do you yeah. got? So most improved. I'm going with Michael Porter Jr. Are we just going to copy each other today? <laughs> Apparently we are. Uh, I'm going with Michael Porter Jr. I think that he's going to step into that third role in the Nuggets team and, you know, just flourish. I think it's his year, and I think that 
he's going to do great. I think that it's his, in my opinion, it's kind of his award to lose. Um, I guess that's all I really have to say about him. Yeah. My number two, if I name one, is uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Oklahoma okay. City. It's his team now in OKC, and he's going to put up ridiculous numbers because he's going to be the number one option. Mm-hmm. So his numbers are going to explode. And, you know, I think that's what's going to hold him back is just somewhat... These awards are always a bit of a popularity contest, and no one's really going to talk about OKC this year, so... No, they'll be at the bottom of the West yeah. probably the entire year. I will say, look out for OG and Obi on this list as well. He could have a big year and get most improved. As a Raptors fan, that's just me giving him a quick shout. <laughs> uh, again, I have Michael Porter Jr. as well. I've mm-hmm. said it already I think he's going to take that next step as number three on the Nuggets and really elevate them to a legitimate contender mm-hmm. um, that's all I really got to say about that my honorable mention actually surprisingly if healthy Zion because he's looked good so far in the preseason yeah. he's putting up like 30 and 10 yeah. and if he stays healthy he was okay last year on the minutes restriction but now it seems like it's lifted he's he play. He can play as much as he want, and look yeah. up from this year. He could have a very big impact in year two, and it's a popularity contest, like you said. And we know, we know, Bleacher Report loves Zion. We know ESPN <laughs> yeah. loves Zion Williamson. Everybody loves Zion, so I'd keep an eye on him for most improved mm-hmm. as well, barring health. Yeah, sixth man of the year. What do you got? We might differ on this one. My sixth man of the year is Jordan Clarkson of the Utah Jazz. Okay. I don't want to go with Lou Williams because I feel like everybody's going with just... That's Let's go Lou Williams. It's the cookie-cutter pick, you That's know? the easy pick. And I wanted to go with Jordan Clarkson because I watched him in the bubble last year, and he was arguably the second-best player on that team coming off the bench. And uh-huh. I think that he doesn't get enough credit with that team, and I think that this team is going to be better than some people think this year. And I think he could have a, re- a really big year backing up Conley slash Mitchell and that kind of combo guard that he is. Yeah. Um, my honorable mention, I guess, would be Dennis Schroeder um, with the Lakers. There's still talks of whether or not he'll start for that team, but if he doesn't and he is a six man, I think that he'll be right in there, just like he was this year with the Thunder. Yeah. Um, I'll also give a shout to Tyler Hero. If he does stay coming off the bench, he could be another guy. And a dark horse pick, another Raptor, Norman Powell. I think that he could have a big year. As a as a Raptors fan again, just giving those guys some shout, but playoff Powell, yeah, playoff Powell, pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> my sixth man of the year. My prediction is Dennis Schroeder. He was unreal in OKC last year. He's in a very good situation with the Lakers. He's got mm-hmm. a lot of talent around him. He's going to get his stats. I think he'll be off coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense on that team. Start the vets. And then you have some of those younger guys like Kuzma and Schroeder come off the bench. I think yeah. he fits that role pretty well. Oh, yeah. And he's used to coming off the bench. My honorable mention is Lou Williams. He's, yeah. he's going to give you like 20 points a game, and he's the easy pick. Yeah. So I wanted to go away from Lou Williams because he wins yeah. it every single year. <laughs> yeah, someone different. It was like when Jamal Crawford won it every year for a while there. I know. Uh, defensive Player of the Year. We might differ on this one, potentially. We potentially do. Yeah. I'm going with Bam Adebayo. Yeah, we differ for sure. I think that if he keeps improving the way that he does on defense, he's so athletic and he's so versatile. He can guard almost every position on the floor. And I think that they usually give it to a big man, which he is, but he can also guard other positions. It's not just a big man, you know? So 
I, I think that he could expand his game a lot. He just got that max deal, and I'm looking at him to take that next step. And my honorable mention is everyone's favorite pick. He's won the last two years, Rudy Gobert, Goody Robert. Um, he's uh, he's just he's won it two years in a row. He's always in there, so I got to give him some credit. Shut the that. whole league down. Yeah, the best defensive player of all time. He literally <laughs> shut the whole league down, so got to give him some I, I also Anthony Davis. If anybody else, I think yeah. will be the other guy to win it. But yeah. my pick is Anthony Davis. Yeah. He was, I think, runner-up last year. Mm-hmm. He easily could have won it. He showed he can he can guard perimeter players, yeah. and he is an issue when people drive to the lane. He whether he attempts to block the shot or not, just his presence alone just alters so many. Yeah, players and just shots. being in the paint makes yeah. it a little more difficult. Yeah. He's. I think he's going to have a big, very big year, and mm-hmm. I think he's going to be right there for defensive player. Honorable mention is Giannis. He That's won. Fair. He won last year, and uh, he's just he's going to be up there for MVP as well. And he's going to do everything for them. I think that's just the easy honorable mention. Yeah. Um, rookie of the year. We definitely differ on this one. Yes, I think we've already talked about it a little bit mm. before. I have Obi Toppin winning Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. I think that he's just the most NBA-ready. He's going to get a lot of minutes and touches on the Knicks. Um, you know, he's 22. He just has this advantage over them being four years older than most of these guys, and I think it could pay off for the Knicks, at least for this one year. I mm-hmm. don't think he's going to be the superstar of the draft, but I think the fact that he's a 22-year-old in an award where 19-year-olds are usually competing for it. It's like the Kyle Kuzma effect when he almost won it as he was 22 at the time, so of course he had an advantage. Um, And my honorable mention, because he's going to be getting everything he wants on the Detroit Pistons, is Kelly Hayes. They've literally already said, this is our guy. Dwayne Casey said he's starting, he's getting everything. So it's Derek Rose has said, I'm going to teach this kid everything I know. Um... You know he's he's set up for success on a bad team, um, so I really do think that Killian Hayes could make a shot at it. I wanted to say that obviously Lamelo and Anthony Edwards are guys that are still in it too for me. It's just yeah, those are the guys that I see getting all of the opportunities they want in mm-hmm. this first year. I could definitely see that. I've mentioned it before, barring if he is starting because in the preseason he's he hasn't been, been yeah he's been coming off the bench. I have Lamelo Ball winning Rookie of the Year, but if he's coming off the bench, my pick is then Killian Hayes, and if something happens there, then I have Obi Toppin yeah. winning Rookie of the Year. But my number one pick is Lamelo Ball. Struggled his first game in preseason, but then second, third game, gets looking better. Gets a little more comfortable, mm-hmm. playing a little more. I hope he gets some starting minutes on Charlotte. He, yeah. I think he deserves it. He's only going to improve as a player. He's going to get his stats, which is what people look at for this, yeah. for for Rookie of the Year. I mean, but, I think just the fact that it's like somewhat a popularity contest again, is going to have a distinct advantage. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And finally, MVP. I think we're both on the We're same. probably on the same page. I have Luka winning MVP. Yeah, same And here. my runner-up is Giannis. I think same. everybody's got those two as runaways. Yep. I basically think... You know, I think Luca is going to take that next step and be the MVP this year. But if he doesn't, Giannis is going to win for sure. That's yeah. just the way I look at it. That's how I look at it, too. I have I have Anthony Davis in there as well. If See, for me, I made one throw at a guy. I was looking at a lot of odds when I was doing this. 
And a guy that popped into my head that I was looking at odds boards that never got put on any, Jason Tatum. Huh. He never got any credit. He is getting significantly better year by year. Yeah. And I think that he could have a really good year. I'm not saying he's going to win it necessarily. I'm just saying that I think he deserves a little more credit than what he's gotten. Mm -hmm. Because no one's really talking about him. That Boston team is still going to be good and he's going to be the best player on it. Yeah, so, he, he, he's a problem yeah. for a lot of teams, and he's going to continue to be a problem for the rest of his career. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that wraps up our NBA award predictions. We're basically on the same boat, minus really rookie of the year and yeah. defensive player, really. Um, let's go to our standings predictions. Do you want to go 1 through 15, or are we just going to do 1 through 10? Uh, we can do 1 through 15 Let, if we want to. Yeah, let's... Do you want to go one, go one to fifteen, or go fifteen to one? Let's go fifteen to one. Yeah, let's, probably easier to do it that way. Let's start. A little with the, Bill Bull suspense yeah. on the number one seed. Yeah, let's start with the Eastern Conference. I think. Sure. Let's just go three at a time. Fifteenth Pistons. Yeah, they're going to be terrible. Four, yeah. Fourteenth Cavaliers for me, and thirteenth for me is the Knicks. Those are. <laughs> yeah. Those are so our teams aren't going to go too far this Those year. Are, that's the that's the basement of the East for sure. Pretty much. I have. I mean, I had Detroit fifteen. I had the Knicks fourteen and the Cavs thirteen, but I think they're kind of interchangeable in those next two spots. So it yeah. makes sense. They're those are just the basement teams. There's nothing to really talk about with those teams this year. No. I'd say if there's a team that's in the worst spot of those three, it's probably Cleveland with that Kevin Love contract. But yeah, they're in a tough spot. Even that Drummond one-year deal is a mm-hmm. bit of a tough pill to swallow. If they can move it. That'd be nice, but I don't know if they'll be able to. Probably not. Uh, 12 through 10. At 12, I have the Hornets. Depending on the health of Hayward, he's another bad Hurt break. His finger already. Just he can't catch a break at all. I mean, he caught a pretty big break getting a hundred twenty million dollar contract. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> He's caught two breaks, I guess. Gets the four years and and then a break in his finger. Yeah, yeah. got the four <laughs> years in uh, Boston and then yeah. broke his leg and got four <laughs> years in Charlotte. Broke his finger apparently. Yeah, uh, eleven. I have the Magic. I just don't see this team improving. It's the same team minus Cole Anthony, mm-hmm. really, and. Who's Nothing looked really. good in preseason, yeah. by the way. Cole Anthony's looking like he might be a problem. Mm-hmm. Nothing really to say, though. It's the same team. And then yeah. at 10, sneaking into that play-in, I have the Chicago Bulls just by process of elimination. I'm not saying they're going to be good whatsoever. I just yeah, think that's fair. emergence of Kobe White, Zach Levine, that's a good back. That's a good backcourt. Yeah, Kobe White's looked really good in preseason so far. Yep, he has. Well, what do you got? Um, I actually have uh, I have Chicago 12 still. Right. I'm not a full believer in Chicago just yet. Um, I think that next year they could be a team that, to look at, but I think this year they got one more year not quite being that team yet. Mm-hmm. Um, 11, I also have the Magic. I think that they're just... They, they feel earmarked for that just missing the... Yeah. The, uh, the play-in. <laughs> yeah. And then at 10 squeaking in, I do have the Hornets. Okay. I think that they finished 10th last year. They have a lot of young guys that are only going to get better. P.J. Washington, Miles Bridges, picking up LaMelo Ball is huge. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, Gordon Hayward, barring his health, but I still think that they could finish 10 uh, either way, realistically, in the East. I feel like there's a solid nine teams in the East and then a pretty significant drop-off from 10 to 15. But yeah. uh, I have that same kind of gut feeling Yeah, as well. but I think that any of those 
three teams, kind of Chicago, Orlando, and uh, Charlotte could all be that potential 10 seed, and they're probably going to get bounced by whoever they play, but mm-hmm. I- I'm giving it to the Hornets for the time being. Fair enough. At nine, surprising, might surprise a few people. I have the Atlanta Hawks at nine. Um, I'll say I have the Wizards at eight. Mm-hmm. I think those two can be interchangeable depending on, really just mm-hmm. depends on the day, but I think that'd be a good matchup in in a play-in, in a play-in matchup. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta, they're still a pretty young team. Uh, they do have the vets, but still pretty young. Uh, Wizards, they add Russ, they have Beal. That'll be a good backcourt. Uh, Hashem Moore is going to be there. Bryant's looked decent so far, minus getting fine 50 grand for uh trying to fight Blake Griffin and put his hands on the ref. Yeah. Uh and then at number 7 I have the Raptors. Okay. Because I just look at this team and it's not flashy. It's just it just reminds me of the Spurs like 2 years ago mm-hmm. when they're just starting to tail off a little bit. They're good, but it's going to depend on two guys it's going to depend on Lowry and it's going to depend on Siakam yeah if those two show up they could be easily be a top five team if they're mediocre I think this is where they're going to finish and I think there's just so much talent in the Eastern Conference now that it's going to be hard for them to win that's fair some of these games all right well at nine I also have the Hawks um I think that they're getting better you know they made a lot of good pickups Mm -hmm. but I think that they still have a bit to go before they... I think next year, they could be a problem in the East. But I think this year is going to be that year where they're starting to get that traction, but they're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. So I have them nine. Um, I do think that they could win those two games in the play-in, come out potentially, but it depends who they play, realistically. Um, yep. I have them against the Pacers at eight. Okay. Um, the Pacers didn't do anything. And uh, I don't believe in that team very much. I think they're a playoff team, but I don't think they're nearly as good as what they potentially were last year, I guess. Mm -hmm. And like, they just, it's somewhat of just, when you keep the same thing and you just keep trying and it's not working, like it's just, I feel like it's going to peter out a little bit this year Yeah, and they're going to have to go in a different direction because they don't have the pieces to win a championship on this team. They have the pieces to be a mid-level playoff team at best. Yeah. It'll be tough for them to win a playoff Um, series, a playoff game. Yeah. And uh, at seven, I have the Wizards. I think that Bradley Beal and John John Wall, Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook is enough to uh, put them over and get them at least into a playoff spot. At, like, there's no there's no real argument for me there. Um, it's just what they do in the playoffs because that's always the issue with Russell Westbrook. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I've heard that he's very excited and invigorated, and he's you know, first one at the gym, last one out kind of thing right now, and he's very excited about this season, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. I think just being back with Scott Brooks is going to bring out, like, that enjoyment again. Mm-hmm. When Russ was was really on, he got, he loves Scott Brooks back in OKC, and I think being back with him and then being with a Bradley Beal, who's a very underrated shooting guard. Yeah. And being around some younger talent where he's going to be seen as more so... Leader, leader, leader of the team, yeah. so he's going to be that guy everyone looks up to, and he's going to have that responsibility, and I think yeah. he'll handle it very well. Yeah, I think anybody getting away from James Harden is happy at this point. So Yeah, facts. <laughs> uh, from Let's go 6-3, to three, or 6-4, to four, excuse mm-hmm. me. At 6, I have the Pacers. That's just 
where they've been finishing the last three years is yeah. a five seed, six seed. I don't see anything changing with this team. That's fair. Uh, nothing much to say. Five, I have the Heat. Same team as last year, pretty much, minus Crowder. This is where they finished last year, too. And then at four, I have the 76ers. I really like this Philly team this year mm-hmm. more than I did last year, depending on the Harden situation, because I am hearing that. Or I guess everyone's heard that. Yeah. Simmons. Kind of ben Simmons and Picks Mike. thing. Daryl Morey shut that down. Daryl Morey shuts everything down, though. <laughs> If any, if a trade happens, it needs to happen right now mm-hmm. before to, the season starts, which is on Tuesday. But yeah. I like the Sixers team already with Embiid. They've got some shooting now to. It spreads the floor for Simmons. Now he can yeah. actually Facilitate. drive to the hoop and kick. It's not just going to be crowded in there. <laughs> yeah, he's got shooters around him. He's got Seth Curry. He's got a Danny Green. Yeah, Embiid can hit shots. Uh, Tobias Harris is a good shooter. Furkan Korkmaz is a very good yeah. shooter. So I liked how this team was built. They've got the size. They've got defense. They've got shooting. They can go down low and give it to Embiid. Mm-hmm. Sims is a very good facilitator. So, And Dockers is a player's coach. And yeah. he's going to get the best out of these guys. For playoffs-wise, that might be a different story just mm-hmm. because of Rivers' playoff history. <laughs> but that's true. my 6-4 through four in the East. Uh, so at 6, I have the Raptors. Um, I mean, I, I still think that... I think that this is a bit of a transition year for them. They'll still be a playoff team, but I think that, you know, the fact that they haven't gotten a deal done with Kyle Lowry yet tells me that it might be Kyle Lowry's last year here. He's on a huge deal. Um, I think that this next year could be kind of, you know, they try to pick somebody else up. Maybe they're going to have a ton of money on the books. And, like, yep. I, I mean, the, I think this is just kind of a moving to the next stage of the Raptors. They're not doing a rebuild. They're just trying to transition for one year into going back up. Yeah. But they're just taking a bit of a drop this year. Probably going to be 6, 7, maybe 5 at the best. But This is also Masai, Ujiri, and Bobby Webster's last year on their contract. Yeah. So it could be a total 180 next year. Or it could mm-hmm. be one of those things where they reload yeah. everyone and then try and... Would love to see Masai and Bobby stay, obviously. For sure. For sure. Arguably the best front office in basketball, so. Oh, yeah, Masai's a very good manager. Yeah. Very good owner-manager. Yeah. At five, I also have the Heat. Uh, I think that, you know, they had bubble magic, but they're not going to be... A lot of people are like, oh, the Heat are going to be like a 2-3 seed. Like, I just can't see that happening. Regardless of how much better Duncan and Hero get, you know, mm-hmm. like I just I don't see them being that team because as good as Jimmy Butler is, he can't carry everything when he doesn't tr- have a true second superstar. Mm-hmm. Um, at four, I also have the Seventy Sixers. Yeah, I think that you know they have they have their regular season woes, so I could see them dropping to like a six seed again potentially, but. I mean, they're so talented, and they did a good job of actually getting shooters around Ben Simmons now, which is what he needs. Um, So I think that as long as this team stays healthy, because that's another issue they have, um, they should be up here near the top of the East. Yeah, for sure. Um, Three to one for the East. Three out of the Celtics. They've got same starting lineup as last year. They finished three last year as well. Number two, I have Brooklyn, depending on health as well with Kyrie and KD. 
with what we've seen so far in preseason, that looks looks like the KD of KD of old. Yeah, He's looking very very good. And then Milwaukee number one, they're always good in the regular season. They've been number one the last two years. I don't see anything changing up there, barring yeah. injury as well. Uh, yeah, I actually have the Nets three, just because I think somewhat they're gonna do a bit of a chill regular season let's wait on the postseason kind of thing where they don't really care where they finish necessarily yeah but i can't see them falling any lower than three yeah um and then at two i have the celtics because i think they're going to take the regular season seriously and i think that they're talented enough they're not gonna they're another team i can't see finishing out of the top three um but number one's gonna be the bucks they do it every year yep they always want that one seed and they always get that one seed so yeah for they sure. should be the number one. Yeah, let's go to the Western Conference. We're pretty much the same in the East. Yeah. Uh, 15, Thunder. I think we both agree with that. Not much yeah. to say. 14, Spurs. Yeah. Not much to say. I think we both agree on that. I have the T-Wolves at 13. They're just so young. And there's a lot of good teams in the Western Conference. And I just gonna, I just find it really hard for them to... Hat, pulled a bunch of wins. This is yeah. a good young team, but in the Western Conference, it's a gauntlet, and it's just going to be really difficult to yeah. get a lot of wins. Yeah, 15, I also have the Thunder. They're just the Thunder. They're going to have a tough year. Yep. It's going to be bad. Uh, 14, I also have the Spurs. It's going to be a tough year for them, too. Yep. Uh, 13, I actually have the Kings, yep. mostly because I just don't trust Luke Walton as a coach. But, sure. Um, I just... I love De'Aaron Fox, but past that, I don't really know on this team how much I can believe in everything that they have. Yeah, especially uh, especially Bagley. Yeah, Bagley's always hurt, and it's hard to just get like a real read on what he is as a player. Um, so yeah, I just can't trust the Kings, so I have him 13. That's fair. I have the Kings at 12. Yeah. T-Wolves and Kings could probably be interchangeable, mm-hmm. honestly. 11, I have the Grizzlies. They're a good team, but again, it's just the Western Conference. It's the same team as last year. Jackson Jr. is not going to be ready for the regular season, I'm pretty sure. So that's going to be tough without a number their number two player. A guy who can spread the floor, guy who can rebounds well, guy who plays defense well. Mm-hmm. Sneaking into that plane, I have the Pelicans. They're going to be a very good competitive team this year. Lon and Zion is healthy. As long as Lonzo is healthy, because we know he's had ankle issues in the past. And if these new pieces like Bledsoe fit in well, Adams fit in well, and this is team's going to be a fun team to watch, and they're going to be competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I have the T-Wolves at 12. There's no, like, I just can't. They're, they're, they're too young. I think that's really the thing, like... I believe in D'Lo and I believe in Towns, but the rest of the team is so young. Yeah. Um, other than Rubio, he's really their only vet, like vet vet on this team. Yeah. And uh, I think it, it's just, yeah, it's such, there's so many good teams in the West that it's just going to be too hard for them. Yeah. Uh, 11, I also have the Grizzlies. I think that, you know, they did a good job of, you know, working their way into that playing game last year and they finished nine, but they didn't do anything. Like, I think they're just banking on John Moran and Jaron Jackson just getting better, so they just kind of stayed where they were. Yeah. But in the West, it's you, you have to try to get 
better. So I just I don't believe in what they did necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, at ten, I have the Pelicans. They're an interesting team, and I think that they will sneak into this. So I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what they do. They're just they're they're kind of a question mark because they have so many guys with health issues. They have, you know, young players. They moved Drew Holiday out and they moved guys in, and you know they got Stephen Adams now. Like, they're they're a different team than they were last year, but they could be they could be good. Yeah, I'm very excited to watch this team. They play the Raptors, I think, in their second game or their first game of the year. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a fun game to watch. Uh, number nine, I have the Rockets. I'm not a really a big believer in them right now. There's just so much drama there. You don't know if Harden's going to be there at the beginning. It just sounds like he's so tuned out and mm-hmm. fed up, no pun intended. He looks a little a little bit on the chunky side right now. Yeah, uh, he's fat. There's no... Uh, yeah. He's fat. It's bad. In the, in the words of Oprah's side, those, <laughs> those, thick, uh, those, those thick backs. Oh, I, yeah, I just don't believe in this team like i like john wall i like the addition mm-hmm. but the james harden situation just it's just hard to see this team being successful with all this drama they yeah. need to get they need to get hard out but if they do they you know they're just not going to be a good team this year because you just don't know what you're going to get out of wall and cousins who haven't played in mm-hmm. a year or two yeah christian woods looked good so far in yeah. preseason which is nice looks like a good pickup yeah i was very critical of that pickup i thought they paid too much mm-hmm. for him but so far it looks like a Looks like a bargain. Yeah. Eight, I have the Suns. They've, they're, uh, they're going to be a fun team. They have Paul, they have Booker, Cam Johnson, DeAndre Ayton. He's already looking a lot better. He's stepping out and taking some jump shots now, which I didn't know he had in his game until just watching them mm-hmm. so far the preseason. So if he, if Ayton takes that next step, then this team's going to be a tough out. But yeah. in the West, obviously, it's going to be very competitive. Mm-hmm. Then at seven, I have the Warriors. I can't ignore Steph Curry. I can't ignore that team. They're, Steve Kerr yeah. all is just Steve. Steve Kerr has a, such a good system there where everyone is successful. Sounds like Draymond Green won't be ready for the home the season opener. He's yeah. dealing with a foot issue. Hopefully, it's nothing serious because they can't afford any more injuries at this point. They cannot. Nope. Uh, I made this earlier in the week, and realistically i might change some things but it's all going to be right around where i think the teams will be uh nine i actually have the blazers okay i think that you know they finished eight last year they had a great bubble but in the regular season before that they looked terrible in particular cj mccollum looked terrible they were banged up to be yeah. fair but i agree mccollum was not but, uh, himself they didn't they didn't do a whole lot this offseason other than the covington pickup um, and there's just so many good teams in the West right now that it's hard for me to really believe in the Blazers. Uh, but I could see them finishing higher than this easily. Depends it's on. just, it's, it's so dependent on a lot of still moving pieces this close to the season. It's going to depend on Lillard. Honestly, yeah. it's, it's Lillard's team. He, he carried them in that whole bubble. Mm-hmm. And if he can't carry them, then yeah. I could see, definitely see them, them finishing at a lower seat. Yeah. At eight, I have the Warriors. Um, just the Clay Thompson thing, just it, it worries me. I'm worried that Steph is gonna have to do so much that like they'll look good, but then he's gonna start getting tired, and it's just not gonna fully be able to be what the Warriors were without Clay Thompson. Like he mm-hmm. he needs that that other guy, 
and I don't think that Andrew Wiggins is necessarily going to be that guy. So <laughs> as bad as we want him to be yeah, that guy, he just doesn't. He doesn't have that fire, you know. It just uh, it it disappoints me. <laughs> At seven, I have the Rockets, but I, I'm getting less and less faith in the Rockets every day. Just seeing Harden come in, looking like a fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look bad on the court. It's just he he looks fat on the it, court. <laughs> he just looks like he doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, and. He, need, he needs a change. The Rockets need a change. Yeah. I think it's good. Well, I heard a thing about the Rockets culture that apparently the Rockets culture is anything James Harden wants it to be. So they just kind of let him do what he wants and he let him get whatever he wants. And you wonder why he is so entitled now, you know? <laughs> I wonder why players are so upset. Yeah. Now everything's starting to come out yeah. really slowly. Uh, number six, I have Utah. This, Utah. Like, this is... A solid, solid team, and in the East, they'd probably be a probably third place. For being completely honest, they're a good, good team. But in the West, it's just, just so competitive, and it just seems sixth place just seems like a place where Utah will finish. Mitchell, Gobert, they'll have Bogdanovich back, which really helps. Mm-hmm. Clarkson, he's gonna be good. Favor having favors back too is gonna be beneficial as well. Add some more depth to the front court. Five, I have the Blazers because I think Lillard's going to have a big year. I think he'll be a top five MVP candidate because he's going to put up those 40 bombs. He's going to put up some 50 bombs too. He's a problem. He's a big mm-hmm. problem. And I think they're going to go hard in the regular season and be very competitive. And number four, I have the Mavericks. Luke is going to take that next step. Hopefully Porzingis is back very soon because... I have them at four if Porzingis is at full health and playing at his full potential that he was last year. But yeah, that's my six through four. That is fair enough. Uh, My six is the Suns. I just, right now, believe in them more than some of these other teams just because they feel like more question marks. And this Suns team is just players getting better. They added Chris Paul. Everything they've done, I've liked to this point, other than the Jalen Smith draft. But... (laughs) Everything past that, I've really liked what the Suns have done. Um, I think that they're still a first round out this year, but I think that just making the playoffs, whether it be anywhere from 10 up, as long as they make it to some degree, that's a success for the Suns this year. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can see them doing some big things this year. Uh, Five, I have the Jazz. I believe in the Jazz. I've said I believe in the Jazz. I like them. For me, it's dependent on Mike Conley. And which Mike Conley shows up this year, but I, I still think that they're going to be somewhere in that five-six range, whether Conley plays well or not. <laughs> it's just come playoff time, which Conley's going to be there. Fucking Utah. Man. <laughs> and yeah, Never. four. I have the Mavericks just because they should be that team that takes that next step. They should be that team that starts to try to establish themselves this year. So yeah, uh, number three, I have Denver. It, my top, I'll just say, my top three is the same as last, same, yeah. same as last year from the West. Lakers one, Clippers two, Nuggets three. These should be the top three. Mm-hmm. These could be interchangeable depending on obviously injuries and if the Lakers take the regular season seriously or not. The Lakers were kind of like half in it, half out of it last year, and they still finished number one pretty yeah. handedly. Denver likes to take the regular season very seriously. They play hard every single night. 
the Clippers, there's just too much talent on that team to not be a top three yeah. seed in, in, the con- in the conference. But, yeah. Uh, I went a little off the board, I guess. <laughs> I have the Clippers finishing three, the Lakers finishing two, and the Nuggets finishing one. This is just because I think the Nuggets are going to take the regular season really seriously, and the Lakers and the Clippers won't so much. Yeah. Um, I think that the Nuggets are going to gun for that one seed, and I think that they're going to get it. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean I think they're better than the Lakers or the Clippers, because I don't. I just think that they're going to finish above them in the regular season standings. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the Lakers and the Clippers might try to avoid that because they probably don't want to play each other in the second round necessarily, but... I just, I really do think that the Nuggets are going to gun all out for that number one seed. For sure. And with our standings predictions out of the way, we'll move into our playoff predictions based off our seedings. I'll start with the Eastern Conference and the play-in games. Right now I have the seven-seed Raptors playing the ten-seed Bulls. I have the Raptors winning the first game and moving on to play Mm -hmm. the Nets. In the other play-in game, I have the Wizards defeating the Hawks. I have the Hawks taking game one. But then the Wizards taking game two because these two teams are, I would say they're similar, but they're just both so competitive. And I could see this. I would love yeah. to see. I would love to see a seven game series against these two teams, Russ versus Trey on. Yeah, that'd it be, would be that'd exciting, be fun to watch. And then after that, it'd be Bucks versus the Wizards. Bucks sweep them. Nets versus okay. Raptors. Nets sweep them. Change from last year. KD is going to see Retrano and he's going to be like, fuck you guys, and he's going to torch them. And then uh, Celtics would be playing the Pacers, sweep, because Pacers never win playoff games. And then I have the Sixers defeating the Miami Heat 4-2 to because I think there's too much talent on the mm-hmm. the Sixers to, to be a first-round exit again. And they match up well with Miami. That's fair. Very well. Um... Do you want to do your first round? Or? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so my play-in is 7 Wizards versus 10 Hornets. I have the Wizards winning the first game and getting out of that pretty easily. Yeah. Um, and then in the second one, I have the 8-seeded Pacers going up against the 9-seeded Hawks, and I think the Hawks would win both of those and sneak their way into the playoffs okay. because, again, it's the Pacers and they don't win playoff games. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think that the Hawks would just be fired up and ready to go and explode in those two games to try to get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first round, Bucks versus Hawks. I gave the, the Hawks the benefit of the doubt they could take one off the Bucks, but I could easily see it being a sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, Two-seeded Celtics against the seven Wizards. I think that the Wizards will come out really fired up and trying to win games, and I think that they'll take two off the Celtics and that it'll be a six-game series. Yeah. Uh, Three-seeded Nets versus six-seeded Raptors. I said, again, I'd give the Raptors one game benefit of the doubt, and the Nets would win in five, but it would probably be a pretty easy five games. Yeah. Um, and 76ers versus Heat. I actually have the 76ers winning in seven instead okay. of in six. I think that the Heat will push them, but I think that the Sixers are just at the end of the day the better team, yeah. and we'll get out of that. And, you know, after what happened in their last game seven... Um, I don't think that Embiid and Simmons will want to lose after the, the doink, 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 doink yeah. buzzer meter. So. The four bounces. Stupid dog. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Uh, let's go to our semifinal matchups. Mm-hmm. I have the Sixers against Milwaukee, and I have Philly beating Milwaukee 4-2. to I think this is an excellent matchup for Philly. Embiid against Giannis. Simmons against Drew Holiday. Middleton against Tobias Harris. 
I just think Philly has the defense. They've got the offensive firepower. They have shooting. They got they got the coach who can he's shown he can take a team to the finals and win. But he's also shown he can blow three one series leads yeah. like no one's business. But Milwaukee only plays one way, and it's three honest and. It's going to get exposed, I think, in this playoffs again. And I just do not trust Milwaukee still. Yeah, that's fair. And then before yesterday, I had the Celtics beating the Nets in a seven-game series. But after yesterday's game, uh, I'm changing my mind. Brooklyn, too much talent. They beat the Celtics mm-hmm. in six games. And then that would set up a Brooklyn-Philly Western Eastern Conference Finals. Excuse me, and I have the Brooklyn Nets winning in six games and representing the East in the NBA Finals. That's fair, yeah. Well, I have the Bucks, the one-seeded Bucks against the four-seeded 76ers, and I have the Bucks taking that in seven games. Um, I think that it will be a very close series, and I think that the Sixers will push them all the way to their limit. But I think that the additions, the just the addition of Drew Holiday is enough that they can pull away from that Giannis-only thing that they have lately and Drew can be that second guy that pushes them ahead. Um, and then I have the two-seeded Celtics versus the three-seeded Nets, and I have the Nets winning that in six games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think the Nets are too talented. I think that the Celtics are arguably a finals team based just off of their talent, but I think that the Nets are just better. Yep. Um, and then I have number one-seeded Bucks against the number three-seeded Nets in the conference championship, and I have the Nets taking that in seven games. I think that the Bucks will fight till the very end, but I think the Nets are a better team, more veteran, and they will find a way to win that, and they will represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA championship. Another, another thing we agree on. Yeah. No surprise. Uh, for the Western Conference, for the plans, I have the Warriors playing the Pelicans. I'm kind of iffy on this pick. I had the Warriors winning that in the second game. I had the Pelicans taking game one, but the Warriors taking game two just solely on shooting. Curry can get hot at any moment, and there's some shooting on the Warriors as well. Wiggins could can shoot. Ubre is able to mm-hmm. hit some jumpers, but I think the Warriors would take that. Then I have the Suns versus the Rockets. Paul versus Harden, and this is probably just the fan in me, but I want to see Chris Paul beat James Harden so bad. Yeah. Either Rockets taking the first game, but the Suns taking the second one. I don't want to see James Harden be successful this year because <laughs> I'm just sick of. I'm sick of seeing. I I'm just sick of hearing about him and all all this these things happening. It's mm-hmm. it's just not a good look for him. No, it is not. <laughs> and then. They would set up a Lakers Suns series in the first in the first round. Lakers that would be kind of interesting, actually. I have the Lakers sweeping them. I, Suns, I think it would just be fun to watch. I don't think yeah. the Suns would beat them by any means. No, Suns could maybe get lucky and take a game, mm. catch them off guard. But LeBron always loses one game, you know. <laughs> just that feel, that first round feel. Okay. Yeah. And then Clippers Warriors. That'd wish Clay actually. wish Clay was there, yeah. but I think Clippers would win in five just because their defense. Mm-hmm. They focus on Curry, and then other guys have to make plays and. Mm-hmm. There's really no one on the Warriors who can guard a Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Um, I have Nuggets in Utah again. Uh, this would be a really good series again. That would be interesting. I think the Nuggets would beat them again. Yeah. Just because Murray, Jokic, 
Denver, if MPJ does get as good as that, we think he's going to, it's that's just going to be that. That's what I'm banking on, is yeah. MPJ become that third guy and just being a problem. And then the Blazers-Mavs. This is the series I was very... It was very tough to figure out for me. But, surprisingly, I have the Blazers in seven games. Because... Neither of these teams play defense, but I think Dallas's defense is a lot worse. Their defense was brutal last year. Lillard is a problem. Dontich is a problem, but I think the Blazers' experience gets them through this series. I I just like them this year more for some just for some reason. I'm so high on them this year, mm-hmm. and I think they could take this series. But it would be such a fun series to watch for yeah. sure. What about you? What do you got for... Right, well, my first play-in is the seven-seeded Rockets against the ten-seeded Pelicans. And I think the Pelicans would take the first one, but the Rockets would take the second. I don't think the Pelicans can take both off of the team, but I would love to see that again because seeing James Harden be unsuccessful is kind of... (laughs) Everybody just wants to see him lose this year. It's interesting. (laughs) Um, And then I have the eight-seeded Warriors against the nine-seeded Blazers, and I think... the Warriors would just win that first game. I think that they don't match. The Blazers don't match up well with the Warriors. Um, and I think that the Warriors would be able to take it off of them. They're kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really Curry. Curry sees the mm-hmm. Warriors and he's, or Curry sees the Blazers. He's he just, just goes like, crazy. <laughs> goes off for 40 bombs every yeah. night. The uh, So that would start my first round with an interesting matchup of the number one seeded Nuggets against the number eight seeded Warriors. Um, and I said that I think the Nuggets would win that in six. I think that the Warriors, mm-hmm. Curry would be able to take a couple games in that series, and then it would be... I think that the Nuggets would win their games big, and the Warriors would probably win a couple close ones. Um, but I think that the Warriors would make it somewhat interesting just because they have so much experience on that team. Right. Um, then I have the two-seeded Lakers against the seven-seeded Rockets. I said Lakers in five just to get the Rockets benefit of the doubt, but I could easily see a sweep there. Hopefully it's a sweep. Um, and then the three-seeded Clippers against the six-seeded Suns, and I said Clippers in five. I think that the Suns would take one game in that series, but it wouldn't be a very close series. <laughs> no. Um, and then the four-seeded Mavs against the five-seeded Jazz, and I said that the Mavs would take that in six. That'd be a good series, too. It would be a fun series to watch, but I think the Mavs are just overall a better team than the Jazz, and I think that they would get it done, despite the Jazz getting a couple games in there. For sure. Um, My semifinals. I have the Lakers defeating the Blazers in five. Lillard could take one game again from them, but at the end of the day, who's guarding AD? Yeah, same thing. Exactly. Can't put Ennis Cantor on, I'll tell you that much. Here's my, here might be, my, this might be a big surprise. Clippers winning in five against Denver. I think they're going to see them. They're going to get pissed off, and they're going to be like, let's fuck these guys up right away. Let's not and blow that. Exactly. I think they're, they're going to come up fire, fired up. Yeah, I hope I this series that. happens. I really want to see it happen. It would set up an all-LA conference final, which we should mm-hmm. have had this past year. Fortunately not. I have the Lakers winning in seven games. Again, who's guarding AD? Mm-hmm. They have a Baca, but... Bach is not 23 years old anymore, mm-hmm. and AD is a top five player in the world. And then you have LeBron, who's, I think he's going to take more of a facilitating role again this year. He's going to take a step back from him scoring, unless he really wants that scoring record. But I, I see the Lakers pre- re- representing the West in the finals again. Mm-hmm. But then, in my NBA finals, I have the Brooklyn Nets defeating the LA Lakers 
four to two, Kyrie, Katie, they will want to beat LeBron so yeah. badly. And you don't actually have the issue of who guards AD because you have Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan can just take turns. <laughs> yep. And then you've got Katie who could... Who's going to want to beat LeBron. Yeah, like, and Kyrie is going to want to defeat LeBron yeah. too, just based off the comments that we've heard yeah. recently from Kyrie. He's been acting Kyrie's a little going a little crazy right now. He's got that burning sage right yeah. now, taking it to Boston, <laughs> trying to find those positive vibes. Yeah. But yeah, I've got Brooklyn winning the NBA championship this year. All right. Well, my second round starts with the number one seeded Nuggets against the number four seeded Mavs, and I think the Mavs are going to upset them and take it in six games. I think that the Mavericks, I think that Luke is going to go crazy in this playoffs. We saw just a taste of what he could do last year against the Clippers, and he pushed them. He pushed them hard on his own. On a bad ankle. Yeah. So I'm interested to see more playoff Luka this year. Hopefully, Chris Stapp stays healthy. That's all of this is barring on Chris Stapp staying healthy. Yep. Um, and then it would set up a number two seeded Lakers against three seeded Clippers in the second round. We would still get that matchup, just not in the conference finals. And I said the Lakers would win this in seven games. I think it would go all the way to the very bitter end, but the Lakers are just. They put too much talent on this team this year, I think, to fail. Yep. Um, and then in the conference championship, it would be the Lakers against the Mavs, which I think would be super exciting. Yep. And I also have the Lakers winning in seven. I think that Luka would push them to the limit, but same thing you said, who's guarding AD. No one on this team can guard AD, and I think AD would be the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the finals, <laughs> Lakers versus Nets. Nets in seven. I think that the Nets come out, and they just want it more, and they get it done. I am predicting Brooklyn to beat the Lakers. You did the same thing. This is an interesting... We did not do this together. We got there in a different way, but same finals, same yeah. result. Um, but yeah, I think that Katie had a year rest. If Kyrie can stop being so weird and just play <laughs> basketball, they both want to be LeBron so bad that I think if that was the finals, it would set them up for success even more because they would just be so fired up. Mm-hmm. You just say, Jarrett, DeAndre, don't even worry about offense. Just go shut down AD. Put all your energy into that. And just everybody else, you know, you got mm-hmm. Kyrie, Katie, and then you got guys like Levert, Harris, who can still score. Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie coming off the bench. Like, they have so much talent on this team. Um, and I think that they're going to show it off this year and that they're going to win it all. Watch Brooklyn lose first round. Yep. And then just ruin everything, and we're going to look like complete yep. jackasses. But yeah, those are our predictions for the playoffs. Probably won't end up like that yeah. by any means, but who knows? We'll end off our NBA talk with our power rankings. Then we're going yeah, to. Our first power rankings of the year. Yeah, then we're going to get into the NFL. At 10, I have the Sixers. Nine, I have the Blazers. I'm just really high on both these teams right now. Mm-hmm. I think they'll start off really well. Eight, I have Miami. I can't ignore the fact they were in the finals last year. This is just based off the fact that they had such a good run last year. Mm -hmm. Seven, I have the Mavs. Doncic is the reason that this team is going to be a very high seed. And he's going to take them as far as he can take them. Six, I have Denver. Because MPJ is going to take that next step. Murray, Jokic are going to do their thing, and Mike Malone is going to take this team to a top three seed, and Mm -hmm. I think they're going to... I want to see them make the conference finals again, 
just to show it wasn't a fluke, but I had them at six. Yeah. Five, I have Boston. I had them at four yesterday, but I had to swap them in Brooklyn <laughs> because that was a shit show, and I just think Brooklyn's a better team. Yeah. So I have them at Brooklyn's at four. Yeah. Three, I have the Clippers. I can't ignore the talent on that team with Kawhi and PG. Number two, I have Milwaukee. Giannis re-signs with the Supermax. We didn't even mention that. Early. We didn't yeah, even mention true. that Giannis is back. Congrats, Giannis. I told you. <laughs> it just seemed like it was inevitable just by everything that yeah, was going I on. Yeah, I just said there had to be some kind of handshake deal or something, and it felt like it, and then he signed. Yeah, so. it turned out there was a handshake deal a week yeah. prior. So. so, yeah, Bucks are at two, and then one are the Lakers. They're the defending champs. Not much to say about that. Yeah. They got better in the offseason. Yeah. All right, well, 10, I have the Miami Heat. I think that they had bubble magic, but I don't think that they're the best team in the East by any means. I think that they're a good team, not a great team. Um, nine, I have the Jazz. I think that they're another, you know, top of the West-ish team, but they're just not quite there. Um, at eight, I have the 76ers. Another... Really, really good team. Can't really ignore the 76ers' talent. It's just whether or not they can put it all together is the question every year. And so far they haven't, but they still can. At 7, I have the Mavericks. Yes, I have them all the way in the conference finals, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to put them at the top of my power yeah. rankings. I still need to see what they do this year. You know, they. I don't think Chris Stapps is playing at the start of the year. I can't remember 100%, but he needs to be healthy this year for them to do anything. Um, at 6, I have the Nuggets. Again, yes, I have the number one in the seeding-wise, but I don't think that they're better than a lot of these teams. I think that they're just going to gun for a top seed and be a regular season team. Um, at 5, I have the Celtics. I think that they're definitely a top 5 team. You can't argue that, really. Um, 4, I have the Clippers. I think that they could be higher on this list, but I'm going to go ahead and put them four because I, I just, everything that happened last year, they feel like a bit of a question mark. Three, I have the Bucks. They're Giannis. They got better. But the top two teams are the teams that I have in the finals because I just think that they're better than everybody else at this yeah. moment. So two, I have the Nets. And want to have the Lakers because I just feel like, you know, they're the defending champs and they got better. You kind of have to have them number one in your power rankings to start the year. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so that's our NBA talk for this week. We are going to segue into the NFL. It was another pretty crazy week. Yeah. And we're going to start by recapping that wild Monday night game where the Ravens yeah. pulled it out Lamar Jackson had a very interesting night to say the least. Yeah, yeah. He had the cramps, but I like to call it the craps more so. <laughs> so, but this this was basically what I thought when I saw Trace McSorley go down and then throw in on a dime. And then I saw Lamar Jackson walk out. Yeah. <laughs> My god. It's so cold. It's Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Coming to save the day. See, the image I had in my head was Paul Pierce on the wheelchair crying <laughs> because he had to shit so bad. <laughs> and Lamar oh, Jackson no. was doing like the tiptoe pinching his butthole walk <laughs> on the way out. So There's no way it was cramps. He no, had to take He a... took a big old shit and then came back out and Trace McSorley got hurt 
at the perfect time for him to just be like, oh, I can come back. It's to- I don't have cramps anymore. It's stone cold Lamar Jackson. Um, I This was a crazy game. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that the Browns easily could have won this game, and it felt like everything was going right for the Ravens for a, a lot of this game. Um, shout out to everybody who bet the Browns plus three and <laughs> lost their money on, uh, on, a safety. on a safety at the uh, end of the game. Yeah, that's, t- that's a tough look. That's tough. But yeah, this was a crazy game. One of the games of the year. I don't know what was happening this entire game. It was just, it was crazy. But I'm not reading too much into it. It was just a crazy, crazy game. Big win for the Ravens. It is a big win for them to keep pace, trying to get a playoff seed here. They've got an easy schedule to end the season. They think they've got the Giants, Jaguars, and they have the Bengals too. No, not yeah. in no particular order, but yeah. those, they should, those should be at least three wins. And that'll get him to 11 wins, and I think that's going to get... Oh, that's more than enough for a playoff season. Depending obviously. on Miami's situation, because they have a tough finish as yeah. well. Uh, any other games? Let's see. Chiefs beat the Dolphins. This was an interesting game, because yeah. the Miami defense showed out for yeah. about a quarter and a half, and then Mahomes and the boys yeah. turned it on. I don't really look at this as much, because it ended up close, but I think it was mostly because the Chiefs kind of took their foot off the gas. They've been doing that quite a bit this yeah. year. They've won a lot of games by one possession, but it just seems like yeah. they're not at their their peak yet, which is extremely scary. Yeah. And they're twelve and one. Yeah. Like that's the that's the scarier part. Yeah. Uh, uh Buccaneers Vikings, I'd say. Just like yeah. the Bucks won, but again they still don't look great. Like the Vikings easily could have won this game, so Dan Bailey missed yeah. four kicks. The Bucks are just it's hard to to tell with the Bucks still. That's just the only reason I wanted to point this game out, I guess. Yeah. Well, Chargers and Falcons, because I've never seen two teams try harder to lose a football game. The choke bowl. <laughs> if you if you watch Urinating Tree, go watch his latest video on the Chargers and Falcons. <laughs> the greatest game. The greatest choke bowl of all time. It it's yeah. a good watch. Yeah, it was uh it was pretty crazy. Uh Colts Raven or Colts Colts Raiders was interesting just because the Raiders are falling apart. Yeah. Um, and Jonathan Taylor is a monster. So he ran all over yeah, that team. And that, that was just so one-sided. Yeah. And you know, good for the Colts. Just get rid of Philip Rivers, and you might win a Super Bowl. Exactly. And I want to mention too. I said I hope whoever Seattle was facing was gonna. They were just gonna <laughs> yeah, fucking destroy the them fumble. and. A nice 37-point yeah. W. We also need to talk about the Bills and the Steelers, because that was uh Yeah. The Bills are a real team. And the Steelers are the frauds. The Steelers are... They're frauds. They're, they're frauds, yeah. And I also got to mention Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really looking into this too much, because it felt like, you know... They, they You can't game plan for J, Jalen Hurts, because there's no real film on him. And then... It was still Taysom Hill and playing for the Saints, so I didn't really look too much into this game. Um, but good for Jalen Hurts for getting his first W. Yeah, Carson Wentz probably not going to be there next year if this keeps up. Yeah, New England, get your quarterback. <laughs> I heard Matt Stafford for New England. Uh, put some talent around Matt Stafford, then maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's really about it for. Week 14, not much else to say. There were many other interesting games. Not a ton. It wasn't either that or they're all just blowouts. Yeah. But 
Week 15, what's on tap? Congrats. We're a ton of games this week, you know, either. Congrats to the Bills. They won today by almost 30 points, and they <laughs> clinched the AFC East for the first time in 25 years. Yeah. First it's time they've won... First time they've won the division Since in our life. Kelly area. In our lifetime. Yeah. Good for them. And yeah, that's... Uh, can we talk about Justin Herbert? Yes. Screaming at the camera. <laughs> I was in! I was in! He, you certainly was <laughs> he in. He was in. <laughs> that was a crazy finish to that game. Yeah. Again, the Raiders are just... They're falling apart. Yeah. I mean, Mariota. He looked good. I, he looked good. Like... You look at that and you go, wow, that's probably the best backup in the league. Maybe he got himself somewhat of a look for a starting job next year with that game, but yeah. he's uh, he's very much in that mold of those just like reckless quarterbacks, I guess, where they're going to probably have a lot of turnovers and a lot of big plays, but you don't 100% ever know what you're going to get out of them. No. I, looks, I think he's going to start the rest of the year. Derek Garb pulled his groin. Yeah. Sounds like he's out at least two weeks or so. Yeah, and the Raiders are not making playoffs, no. so... Patriots Dolphins, not really a big game for New England. They're pretty much no, out of it. But Miami, it's just interesting because divisional game. You never know which Pats you're going to get this year, and you know, Bill always plays well against young quarterbacks. But then you got Brian Flores on the other side, who knows Bill Belichick, so he might be able to help Tua. Tua doesn't really make a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of moving parts in this game that yep. could make it interesting. I do think Miami should win this game. They but should. Their it's just it's good. It's going to be interesting to see. Miami has to win this game to keep pace. This is a game they need. Yeah. So it doesn't get any easier for them to end the season. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they play Buffalo one more time. They play Buffalo week 17, and then they play the Raiders mm-hmm. next week after New England. So not going to be easy for yeah. them. Yeah. Got a tough road. Uh, tough road to go. Seattle Washington football team. This is a potential yeah. first round matchup. Yeah. I also think it's a potential. Upset? Upset for sure. Could be. Because this Washington defense is real. Mm-hmm. They are. That pass rush is scary. It is. And they don't really protect Russell Wilson too well in Seattle. So nope. this could be a tough game for Russell Wilson. Yeah. And, you know, coming off the 40-3 to stomping of the Jets, they might not feel like they need – they might feel a little too confident coming into this game. And just Washington is hot. And they are currently in a playoff game, a home playoff game mm-hmm. at six and seven. Who would have thought that? That's Ron a, Rivera is. You got to get coach of the year votes. Yeah, which is what, uh, what he's gone through. I, I'm low key a bit of a Washington football team fan just based off Ron Rivera right now as a Panthers fan, you know. So I, I could easily see the football team winning this game. I believe they're like a six, seven point underdog right now. Six and too. a half. Yeah, I, I would bet that in a heartbeat. Uh, I would sway away from it. I think, I think it's going to be an ugly football game, but I do think Seattle's going to pull it out. I, I will say Dwayne Haskins playing. Don't like that's, that. That's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah. Haskins in is going to probably throw a wrench in yeah, some plans because he's terrible. Uh, they didn't score offensive touchdown last week, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to get some points up. The Seattle defense is still a little suspect. Yeah. I don't look into that Jets game whatsoever. The problem is it's their pass defense that's suspect, and Dwayne Haskins can't pass. So <laughs> that's but, what's going to But they also let Cam Newton throw for, like, 400 yards. That is so true. you really never know at this point. Um, I mean, Chiefs versus Saints is the obvious one, right? Michael Thomas Possible is, Super Bowl preview. Michael Thomas is out for the rest of the regular season. Yeah. 
with that ankle injury. But Drew Brees is back now. Very last minute, but I think that was on purpose. They weren't really saying that Drew Brees was coming back. They were saying he's weeks away still. And then yesterday they went, hey, Drew Brees is playing. Well, I heard a couple weeks ago that they're tracking him to play for week 15, but mm-hmm. they kept the kept it up saying, oh, he might not be ready to play. Yeah, I then. think those few weeks off could be big for Drew Brees, who yeah. like the past couple of years has kind of gotten very exhausted near the end of the season getting that couple weeks off even though it wasn't necessarily weeks off he had broken ribs but i think this is what they're doing with michael thomas too is giving him a few weeks i don't think they care if they get that buy or not at this point see i've heard that sean payton really really wants that buy but uh, i don't think they need to care all that much no they just need to be healthy because their defense is good enough to win win games in, in this conference Browns-Giants could be interesting because Freddie Kitchens is calling the plays for the Giants because Jason Garrett's got COVID. Yeah. So, Browns are six-point favorites. I could definitely see the Giants winning this game, even with Colt McCoy. Yeah, it's a weird one. Even with Colt McCoy starting. Yeah, it's definitely a weird game, but I I, I could see the Giants winning. I think the Browns should win. I mean, they're, you know, 10-3. Yeah, just looking at the overall or nine and four. Sorry, looking at the overall playoff picture right now in the AFC, you got the Chiefs will finish at one. They'll yeah. win out. The Steelers at two. They'd be playing Miami today, which would be a very interesting. Pick Miami in that game. Yeah, if it happens this weekend. That would be that'd be a toss up for me, honestly. Bills be, would be playing the Colts. That'd be a really good game. I think the Bills would win it. Yeah, then, I think yeah. the Bills would win it pretty easily, but I think that that's. I think it's a bad matchup for the Colts, yeah. I should say. And then you have Titans-Browns again. That would be... I think I'd go Browns again. I, I think it'd be close, but... I'd go Titans again. Or I'd go Titans this it, time. It's tough. Like I, I just feel like the Browns match up well against the Titans. I feel like most teams don't, but the Browns do. Yeah, they well, they can run the ball. And yeah. Tennessee's defense has been a little suspect for a while mm-hmm. now. And if that defense isn't up to standards by the playoff time, then they're going to be a quick first-round exit. Yeah. And then looking at the NFC, Green Bay controls their own destiny. They're currently up 21-3 on the Panthers. They're Yay. They're probably going to get the first seed. Yeah. Saints we would be playing the Cardinals today. I'm picking the Saints in that yeah. game. The defense would be a big problem yeah. for Kai Murray. Hopkins could change that game just because he's so Cause versatile. But... Also, you have Lattimore on that side who can lock up yeah, receivers. I, yeah, I don't know. They get a little too DeAndre Hopkins-focused sometimes on that offense, so I think yeah. Kyler just knows what he has and he throws him the ball all the time, but come playoff time, I don't think that would work no. for them. You have the Rams and the Buccaneers potentially again. Which I'm be, picking the Rams in that right now, like, easily. Yeah, just the way that the Buccaneers are trending. Yeah. They're... They only had the ball for for 20 minutes against the Vikings, and they won by 12, but it wasn't a good 12. It's 12 points that they Dan Bailey could have had on his own leg, though. Exactly, which is very concerning, especially off a of bye week yeah. looking that bad. And they, they still The thing is, they still should win out. <laughs> they should. They, but, have, they have the Falcons this week, and yeah. uh, Julio Jones is out. Yeah, and you know the Falcons are always trying to lose, so. Oh, yeah. They're always known for that choke. Yeah. And then the football team, Seattle, we kind of mentioned already. I think that's going to change because I do think Seattle's going to beat the Rams next week. Mm-hmm. But next week is going to be very interesting, and I'm very, very excited for it because I think you're going to start seeing all these playoff matchups finally. 
settle in a little more. Yeah. Right now it's still a little unclear, especially in the AFC, because the Ravens could easily leapfrog, which I think will happen. You could have some moving parts, like the Browns could easily lose, the Colts could drop a game. Yeah. The Bills could get to the number two seed, because... Steelers are just Steelers trending. Losing. <laughs> yeah, they're trending downward. They should beat the Bengals this week, yeah. though. Should not be a problem there, but they also have to play the Colts week 16, I think, and then the Browns week 17. So. Yeah, that's two tough games. Exactly. But yeah, that recaps. Looking at week 15, or weeks, yeah, week 15, mm-hmm. we'll end our podcast with Power Rankings. Our Power as Rankings. Usual. <laughs> of course. I have a lot of honorable mentions this week. Yeah. I have the Colts as an honorable mention. Gotta mention them because they are looking better. Yeah. I'm still not high on them just because of the Philip Rivers effect. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins. Yeah. They actually look pretty good against the Chiefs. I have to give them a lot of credit. Yeah. They fought back and they made it close. Buccaneers, I have them out now, but they're still right there just because of all their talent. Mm-hmm. Football team, too, just because... They went from a team that no one liked because mm-hmm. of Dan Snyder to now a team that it's so easy to cheer for because they have so many good stories like Alex Smith, Ron Rivera, and even Chase Young. Like, yeah. I find it difficult to not cheer for this team yeah. right now. I want to see. I feel like Chase Young's got to be defensive rookie of the year, right? And easily. that's like that's coming from a Panthers fan who's watching Jeremy Chin light up the league. But like, I still <laughs> think that. It's Chase Young. He's just been a monster. Yeah, Jimmy Chin's been unbelievable yeah. for that team. And then the Cardinals is another bit of an honorable mention mm-hmm. just because they had a good win against the Giants. Yeah. I wasn't really expecting them to beat them down like that pretty bad, but they destroyed Daniel Jones and knocked him out this week. Yeah. But number 10 for me, I have the Browns. I think I had them at 10 last week too, mm-hmm. or 9, I can't remember, but... They probably should have won this game. They were one fourth down stop away from winning this football game. And if Lamar Jackson doesn't come back, they they win this game. Yeah. And I can't really move them around at all because if there's one game, if there's such thing as a good loss, it's probably that game. I know it's a divisional game. I know it's hard to lose to. Yeah. That was an interesting one, just because their their defense didn't show up, but their offense did. I mean. I, I, if Baker doesn't throw that one horrible pick at the goal line, that's it's a different game. It's the Browns win. Like there's no, yeah. that, and that's that. That's my issue with the Browns, right? Is like I don't know if I can trust Baker fully. So mm-hmm. they're hard to. That's fair. They're hard to get a feel for. They are, They will finish five hundred though. Finally. Yeah, at least. Stefanski's done good with his team this Another year. Another guy that should get coach of the year votes. Absolutely. Uh, number nine, I have the Ravens. Great win against the Browns. They needed that badly. They put everything into that game, and they play the Jags this week. It should be an easy win. Mm -hmm. It should keep them in that playoff race. Uh, Number eight, I have the Titans. They did what they had to do against the Jaguars. I don't look much into that. I just look and see Derrick Henry is is in December in playoff form already. He's running over everybody. And there'll be a tough matchup for anyone in the AFC. Seven, I have the Steelers. They are frauds at this point. Yeah, their they offense, they have no run game. Their offense is shotgun five wide. Yeah. Slants. Now they lost another defensive player this week, didn't they? 
Yes, they did. I can't remember who it was, but another big piece on their defense Wild, is gone. Why Dupree, you think, is gone? Yeah, Devin Bush early in the year was a tough loss. He's yeah. one of the better middle linebackers in the league. Yeah, is Joe Hayden injured, or is he still there? No, he's still playing. I can't remember who it is they lost, but they did lose a pretty yeah. decent-sized piece to that team. These injuries are starting to catch up to them yeah. really quick. Now, they look like the Patriots of this year. They played some bad competition early, and now they're playing good competition late. Now they're kind of getting yeah. exposed for yeah. what they are. Number six, I have Seattle. They did what they had to do against the Jets. Not much to say. Bake a game in week 16 against the Rams, who I have at number five. They, they beat the Patriots pretty badly. They played the Jets this week, 17.5-point favorites. They should win yeah. that game pretty handedly. Keep them in first place via that tiebreaker and set up a big Week 16 matchup or a win gets them that division. Uh, Number four, the Saints. Kind of like you, Peyton, I don't look much into that loss. I think Mm -hmm. it was just just Jalen Hurts magic. And it's rare that the Saints give up a 100-yard rusher, let alone two of them. So I think that was just a one-off for the Saints. It'll be a tough matchup for them this week, but I mean... They're still a good football team. They're going to be yeah. a tough out. Number three, I have the Bills. They look like a clear number two team to the Chiefs in the AFC at the moment. Yeah. Josh Allen is putting himself up there now as he won't win MVP, but he's yeah. definitely a top three, top four MVP candidate now. The Bills kind of started out really hot. They kind of they were neutral they, for yeah, a bit. Yeah, they fell off for a little and they're a hail mary away from being the two seed right now. Yeah, I think they've won like seven, eight straight games now. They're a hail mary away from winning our eight, nine straight games. It's hard to ignore that. Mm-hmm. They could be eleven and two right now, or twelve and two. Yeah. Number two, I have the Packers. They're my favorites in the NFC. I think it's going to be tough going through Green Bay mm-hmm. with the way Rodgers is playing. That defense is still a little shaky for me. Yeah. That's going to be the factor. Because I could easily see a a wild card team like a Seattle go in there and Wilson lights them up, and you just never know because yeah. you've seen it in the past where they get have a good the Packers have a good year and yeah. then a hot wild card team goes in and beats them. Yeah, it happens to them a lot. <laughs> exactly. And number one, I have the Chiefs. Not much to say. <gasps> they win games. The Chiefs? How? They win games barely, but it doesn't feel like barely. It just I mean, feels yeah, like the they're is, coasting. They were up thirty-three, or they won thirty-three twenty-eight this week, but they're up thirty to ten, and yeah. they just went, "Oh, this game's over." And then before you know it, it's a game, and they gotta go out and actually win it. But <laughs> it's just scary because they're not playing up to their full potential. And but I think I, I hope that doesn't come back to bite them in the playoffs. But I think that yeah. they're just kind of waiting for the playoffs. Yeah, like you, like I just don't see them having a letdown. I do hope a team comes in and just. Shocks them. Just Could be the Saints this week. Come in and put a beating on them, and they realize maybe we do have to play be, a little harder. It wouldn't be the worst thing for the Chiefs to lose a late no. game. They would kind of it would smart them up, and then they would be a lot more focused. Yeah. But I think with Reed there, they'll be focused Ready. enough as it is yeah. to repeat. So yeah, that's my top ten this week. Yeah, that's fair. Ours are definitely after being a little bit off last week. They're definitely a lot closer this week. Yeah. Um, I have the same kind of thing with honorable mentions. I have the Bucks. Kind of had to knock them out even though they won. It's just hard with how inconsistent they've been. And, yeah, I just I don't know what to make of the Bucks, but they're right there. And then Baltimore and 
uh, Miami as well. I have right on the edge of this. They just, it's like it feels like these thirteen teams, and then there's just this huge drop off. Mm-hmm. For me, at least, I mean, like the Cardinals are kind of in there, but I really don't believe in the Cardinals much. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's these are the top thirteen teams, and then I don't really see a whole lot past it. Yeah. Um, but at ten this week, I have the Colts. Have to keep them in there. Yeah. Have to keep them in there. For me, this my ten nine eight this week are so close, but I just based it solely off of which quarterback I trust the most because at the end of the day. In a playoff game, if I think two teams are close, I'm probably going to pick whichever quarterback I believe in more. And I don't believe in Phillip Rivers, so he's at the bottom of the three. Fair enough. So I have the Colts 10, and then at 9 I have the Browns. Um, I really... I still have the Ravens outside of the top 10, and I have the Browns in at 9, despite the loss. I still think that they're a better team than the Ravens all around, and I would trust them more in a playoff game based off talent and based off the way that they play. And based off what I saw from Lamar in the playoffs last year. Fair enough. So I'm just I believe a little more in the Browns than I do in the Ravens today. Would it be and more? a little more than they do in the Colts just because of Baker being a little bit better than Phillip Rivers or a lot better than Phillip Rivers. I'd like to see a Steelers Ravens playoff matchup. That would be interesting for sure. That would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then at eight I have the Seahawks because I don't trust the Seahawks, but I trust Russell Wilson. I did drop my stock in them last week, but they're still they're still the Seahawks. I mean, they stomped the butt fumble. and That doesn't even change my opinion on yeah, that. Yeah, it's true. All. It's like whatever. But it is going to be interesting to see what they do this week against the football team. That's still so weird to say, against the football team. <laughs> Who are 6-7. Speaking seven. of Cleveland Indians, now the Cleveland baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> the Edmonton football team. The Edmonton football team. There's, oh, it's tough. Everybody's just going to be the football team soon. They're going to be like, names are... I'm not even going to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> the Chicago hockey team. The Chicago hockey team. That's going to happen soon for sure. Yep. Um, uh, at seven, I have the Titans. I have them a little bit behind the Steelers. Just because the Steelers are 11-2, and two, I have to give them some benefit of the doubt. And the Titans are... I can't trust the Titans fully right now. Just because their defense is just getting more and more suspect by the week, it seems like. Yep. Um, but yeah, six, I have the Steelers. They've fallen out of my top five despite being an 11-2 and team. Just because they look like a fraudulent 11-2 and team. They look like the Patriots of last year, I'm telling yeah. you. They're going to be a first-round exit if this keeps up. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. They're, they could be an easy first-round out. Um, the Packers, I have five. I know they're the number one seed. But I just every year with the Packers, I'm like, they're good. But I don't know if I can trust them come playoff time, and then they always lose, like you said, to a hot wild card team. Yep. So we'll see what happens. But right now, I trust the team I have them for, Saints, a little bit more. Um, I don't read into that loss at all last week. It was a Jalen Hurts that they couldn't game plan for with a Taysom Hill that isn't their starting quarterback. So yeah. I don't look into that too much. Yep. Um, three, I still have the Rams. I for my money right now, they're the team I believe in most in the NFC. Um, it's close, but I just, I, I believe in the Rams right now. We'll see. I think the Seattle game is going to be interesting in telling of that division and of both of those teams. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to watch coming up here. Yeah. Two, I have the Bills. I think that they're, I, I do think that they're the second best team in the league this year. Um, at least right now. Yeah. Um, the way that they're playing, they just keep getting better. Josh Allen... Looks like he's coming into his own, which is nice to see. 
Um, yeah, we'll just see what happens with them. Congrats on winning the AFC least. <laughs> um, and uh, number one, I have the Chiefs. Um, we keep saying eventually they're going to lose because we keep talking them up. This might be the week that they finally do, but even if they do, I don't know if I'm dropping them out of one anyways, no. so... Just do a 10 through 2 power ranking yeah. every week and just forget about yeah. it. Yeah. Forget about so, the Chiefs. So, yeah, it's the Chiefs. Yeah. Patty Mahomes, MVP, most likely. So, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, any other, any last minute items you want to add, or... No, I think that's pretty good. Just going to say again, good for you, Skin. That Supermax makes Get free, that bread. makes free agency next year a little less interesting, even though Kawhi will still be a free agent. I think he's getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. I hope he does. Salma Jimmy Kimmel, too. He was hilarious. Speaking of Kawhi, all of those accusations that came up on right, the uh, Clippers this I week. I mean, are we surprised? That no, but I also don't really believe it, I don't think. I think it's just some guy trying to get money out of the Clippers. Because I, I, it's not even... It's just Jerry West. I don't believe that Jerry West would do something like that. And even if he did, he would have paid the guy off. <laughs> like, Probably. It's Jerry West. He's the smartest front office guy in the NBA. So I just I can't believe that Jerry West well, did something like that. That whole Kawhi Leonard situation was just an absolute yeah. shit show. I mean, man. I did hear that Uncle Dennis was trying to ask for some stuff on the side from teams. But that is true. All of that is definitely yeah, true. But this wasn't even Uncle Dennis. This was some other... Jamal Wilkes guy or something? I don't know. I think uh, Jamal Wilkes was an NBA player, actually. It was some guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's just a complete shit show there. That's the last thing they need right now is drama right before the season yeah. begins. Well, yeah, that's going to wrap... It's probably a Lakers plant to yeah. cause some... <laughs> LeBron <laughs> sent him in. <laughs> LeBron trying to get the... <laughs> trying to get the mental edge. Trying to get one up on the Clippers. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, probably won't have an episode for a little bit here just because Christmas is around the corner. We'll yeah, see We'll see our schedule. I am so excited for Christmas Day. I'm so excited for Tuesday to finally watch some. Mm-hmm. Some b-ball. There's a football game on Christmas, too. Is there? Yeah, Saints-Vikings play. Well, oh, yeah, I was just like, cool. I was like, I was like well, <laughs> shit, got basketball and yeah. football and the World Juniors. Yeah. Got the... Got everything that day. But yeah, till next week or whenever we see you guys next. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Bye.